God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. Matthew chapter 5, verses 10 through 12. And all nations will hate you because you are my followers. But everyone who endures to the end will be saved. Matthew chapter 10, verse 22. Remember those who are in prison, as though in prison with them, and those who are mistreated, since you also are in the body. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 3. When Laotian police destroyed a building being used as a house church in Bok province, they may have thought they were eliminating their, quote, Christian problem. But in the year following, so many people came to Christ that the church has added on to its existing building to accommodate all the new believers. Let us pray. Lord, you move in mighty ways. I praise you for bringing new life out of smoldering ash and for the resilient faith of my brothers and sisters. Thank you that even though persecutors may torch buildings and torture bodies, absolutely nothing can separate your people from your love. Amen. You are listening to Prisoners of War on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast where we stand for God's truth, not man's traditions, and we bring you straight Bible truth for these last days. The WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast is a virtual outreach ministry of Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. We are outreach-driven. Hello there, friend. Blessed greetings. This is your host, Pastor Vince, and we are back As we come off of our one-week break, we call it our Ministry Wellness Week, where we were unplugged for the entire week. We didn't bring any new content here on the podcast. And here we are. It's another Monday that the Lord has blessed us with. It is Monday, July 24th, 2023, and it's another um, edition of Prisoners of War. I hope you had a great week last week. We sure did. It gave us some time to unwind and to reflect and to also uh, prepare for the upcoming week, which is this week, and to look forward to what the Lord is going to do through this ministry. If you're brand new to the podcast, I welcome you. If you've been following the podcast for a little while or for some extended time, but this is your first time listening to this program, which is again entitled uh, Prisoners of War. I welcome you back. And uh, in case you didn't know, on this program, we uplift 
our uh, persecuted brothers and sisters around the world who are standing for the cause of Christ. For this month of July, our theme is when Christians are driven from their homes. When Christians are driven from their homes. And when I opened up this program, I shared a story with you. And um, it was a very touching story um, about a house church that was attacked. And um, wow, these things are happening. I don't know if I could say every day, but these things are certainly happening very often in many parts of the world. And um, we just don't realize sometimes how good we have it here in the United States. We are not facing the persecution and the attacks and things of that nature that our brethren around the world are facing on a regular basis. And um, in the story that I shared with you just a, you know just a moment ago, just a little while ago, talking about the Laotian police uh, destroying a building used as a house church, and they were talking about their quote uh, Christian problem. So they feel that there's a uh, a Christian problem in that area that they needed to eliminate, that they needed to uh, to take care of. But friend, as I said. This program is about lifting up our Christian brothers and sisters around the world who are facing persecution, uh, prosecution, separation from families, death, loss of life, you name it. It is not easy. It is very challenging in many other parts of the world to live the life as a Christian, at least to live the Christian life openly. Every week on our program, we feature a country somewhere in the world where it is a challenge, as I just said, it's a challenge to be a Christian, to live the life of a Christian openly and freely. This week, we're going to take a look at, at the country of Djibouti. I had to practice a few times before I could say that correctly. Uh, Djibouti. It's uh, spelled D as in David, J as in Jack, I, B as in boy, O-U-T as in Tom, I. It's pronounced Djibouti. And it is a country in Eastern Africa. So let me share some important information about the country of Djibouti. And as I always uh, try to remember to let you know that the information that I'm about to share with you has been provided to us by an organization called the Voice of the Martyrs. So what about the country of Djibouti? Well, as I mentioned, it's a country in East Africa. It is designated as hostile. Um, An overview of the country, it says that Djibouti is mainland Africa's third smallest nation. It is dominated by two majority Muslim groups. The Afar, uh, Afar, and Somali, and is nearly surrounded by parts of neighboring countries that serve as safe safe havens for Islamic terrorists. Uh, despite this, Djibouti itself is not dominated by extremists. Hmm. The capital hosts many foreigners, 
and international aid groups operate freely out of the country. Even though Islam is the official state religion, the rights of Christians are generally respected. Wow. Bibles are legally available and there is no law preventing Muslims from converting. Very interesting. Still, Djibouti seeks to maintain its Muslim identity and Christian organizations are not allowed to officially register. What are the major religions in Djibouti? 98% of Djiboutians are Sunni Muslims. 1% are Christians. I read from another source that 1.8% are Christians. So between 1% and 2% are Christians. Who is the persecutor of Christians? It says that Christian converts, Christian converts from Islam may experience uh, government oppression, but most persecution comes from families and local Muslim communities. What does it mean to follow Christ in Djibouti? The government tries to limit the spread of Christianity and the growth of evangelical churches by prohibiting public meetings and the construction of buildings for Christian activities. The only churches allowed to worship openly are French Protestant, Roman Catholic, and Ethiopian Orthodox. Foreigners are granted personal religious freedom, but, ev but evangelism and the discipleship of new believers are discouraged. Muslims who express an interest in Christ face the risk of persecution from family and friends. And those who convert are isolated, beaten, and sometimes killed for abandoning Islam. What about access to Bibles in Djibouti? It says that Bibles are available, but owning one in some communities comes with the risk of government harassment or violence at the hands of Muslim family members and the Muslim community. So that is it. That's what I have to share with you. Actually, I'm sorry, I have a little, little more information on Djibouti. Um, some interesting facts, some amazing facts, uh, we'll call them. What is the population in Djibouti? Well, according to this resource, it says that there are 879,053 uh, people in Djibouti. The official language, or I should say languages, are French and Arabic. Uh, total languages, 10. And as I mentioned a few moments ago, 1.8% are Christian. And the resource from um, Voice of the Martyrs says 1%. So I had mentioned uh, somewhere between 1% and 2% are um, Christian in Djibouti. So there you have it, friends, the country of Djibouti. And what does it mean to be a Christian in Djibouti? Well, I see a common thread, if you will, with many of the countries that we've looked at so far, and that is that um, the persecutors of Christians in many of these countries, if it's not the government, it's family members. Many of these people are being persecuted by their own family members or the government or both. So just when you think, well, okay, I'm, I'm at least safe from the government, 
because I have my family. Well, if your family doesn't agree with you converting, you're going to catch it from them too. So, friends, I I tell you, every week we come together and I look at these different countries, it's just, it's just heartbreaking to know that to live the life of a Christian, you're not safe in your own home for two reasons. Because you're going to face persecution from your own family within your home, but then you're going to face persecution from the government or, you know, the, you know, the local government, the, you know, the local officials or whatever, they may come, you know, uh, burn your house down, raid your home. Um, so friends, this is why we have to keep our brethren lifted in prayer all the time because they are facing things every day if not every day, I'll just say frequently, they're facing things that we could not imagine happening here in this country. But I've said it in a past episode, as as a matter of fact, in numerous past episodes, I have said that there's going to come a time in this country, for those of us who understand Bible prophecy, who understand what the Bible says about the last days, the end times, the time of tro- uh, the time of trouble, those of us, uh, those of us who choose to stand on the on the side of Christ, to be true Bible-believing Christians, we're, uh, we're going to face persecution as well. I encourage you to read Matthew chapter twenty-four. Matthew chapter twenty-four will help you to understand what it will look like for many of us here in the United States concerning persecution, how we're going to be hated by our own family, things that I've, I've just shared with you about Djibouti and other countries that we've looked at in the past um, episodes, how they're facing persecution from their own families, how they're hated by their own family members. We're going to face those things as well, friend. I don't know how much you study a Bible prophecy I encourage you to join us for our Saturday morning program, our Sabbath morning program, which is called Eyes on Prophecy, where we look at Bible prophecy and what does it mean for um, for the second coming of Jesus Christ. And I just encourage you to join us every Sabbath morning, which is every Saturday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern time for eyes on prophecy so you can have a better understanding of of um of the end times the last days uh the time of trouble as explained from the bible but in the meantime i encourage you to read matthew 24 friend let us continue to lift our brothers and sisters around the world in prayer let's keep them in prayer Let us ask the Holy Spirit to walk alongside them every step of the way and so they can feel encouraged to keep pressing on. Let us pray. Loving Father, we thank you so much once again that we're able to come together for another Prisoners of War program. Father, many of us in this country, in the United States of America, we just don't understand, we just don't realize how 
free we really are, free to worship, free to to live out our faith openly without fear of persecution, death, separation from our families, a persecution from within our families, from without our families. We just don't realize how good we have it right now. Help us to remember our persecuted brothers and sisters in other parts of the world who don't have the freedoms that we have here in this country. Lord, send your Holy Spirit to walk alongside each and every person that's facing this persecution and and death on a regular basis. Help them to stand firm like the cedars of Lebanon. Help them to be immovable, unbreakable. Help them to have strong faith to know that they are serving a powerful God, that their living is not in vain. Lord, we just can't thank you enough for what you're doing right now for our our persecuted brothers and sisters. Thank you for what you've already been doing and thank you for what you're going to do. We ask the same for those of us, for all of us here in this country, that we will um, stand boldly and that we will exercise our faith and that we will be strong witnesses for you as well. There's going to come a time where we understand there's going to come a time where we're not going to have the freedoms that we have right now in this country. Help us to prepare now for the days ahead. And Lord, I pray that you will send more souls to study with us every Sabbath morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time for our program, Eyes on Prophecy, so that they will understand what Bible prophecy means and how we need to prepare for Jesus' second coming. Lord, thank you once again for your love and for your care. Is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Friend, thank you so much once again. If you've listened to this program before, thank you for uh, for coming back. If this is your first time, once again, welcome. Please join us again next week for another edition of Prisons of War. And uh, just a reminder, we meet every Monday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time right here on the podcast. Until we meet again, may the Lord be with you. May his face shine upon you. And thank you once again for listening to Prisoners of War here on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast, where we stand for God's truth, not man's traditions, and we bring you straight Bible truth for these last days. The WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast is a virtual outreach ministry of Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. We are outreach-driven. I am your host, Pastor Vince Wilson, founding pastor and teacher of Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. And the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast is an outreach ministry of Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. So until next time, by God's grace, 
please take care. Be safe. And continue praying to the Lord that you will be a bold witness for him. Until next time, take care.